Welcome to the teaching ministry of Steve Franklin. Steve's calling is to coach champions in the kingdom of God. Our prayer for you as you listen to this word of encouragement and instruction is that you'll be built up in your faith and encouraged to take the next step in your development as one of God's true champions. Here's Steve. Today my message is very simple and unlike what I usually do, but um, it's a thank you. It's a thank you. It's a time of honor, affirmation to our mothers. The book of Proverbs, chapter 31, we hear some words that we have heard many times growing up in the, in the, in the church, and it gives a description of a godly, of a godly woman. It goes from godly woman, godly mother. You can't be a godly mother without being a godly woman. Verse 28, her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. I have been blessed to see And live as a husband these last 50 plus years to the greatest mother I've ever seen. This is her toughest week. I've asked her to take a break and worship the Lord and receive what she needs today. Verse 29, many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing. Listen to this. But a woman who fears the Lord. That word fear does not mean to be afraid of. It means to hold the Lord in a place of highest esteem. He is number one. The Lord is in that place of highest esteem. A woman who holds the Lord in the place of highest esteem, she shall be praised. Give her the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. I want to say to all of you who are listening, who are mothers, thank you and we honor you today. Thank you for seeing yourself as an honored daughter of the King. Thank you for seeing yourself as hand-picked by our Father God, to be the earthly agent to birth a loved and chosen life that will never end. Think about that for just a moment. If you're a mother today, you understand, I hope, that there is a sovereign and mighty God who chose you above any other woman in the universe to carry, to nurture, to love, to pray for, to guide the children that God gave you. Yes, the Bible is the Word of God. And the Bible says that children are a gift from the Lord. A gift from the Lord. God chose you 
honored you, handpicked you out of all the women in the universe to be the earthly agent through which your child would receive birth and the opportunity to know your love, to know that you chose them and that you love them, that you pray for them. And think about this, mothers. God gave you, He handpicked you to be that instrument to bring into this world that child who will never die, who will physically pass and exit, but will live for eternity. God, in your womb, placed life that will never be eternally extinguished. You have been chosen as a carrier of a life that will never end. What an incredible honor that Father God has bestowed on you to be the earthly carrier of life. You're not responsible for the choices that that life makes and has made. But God knew that He could trust you even in the pain of those choices that were out of line with how you've loved and nurtured and brought them up. He knew He could trust you to continue to pray in love, knowing that God can change anything by sundown. Our God is able. Our God is able. He chose you to be a carrier of that life. And thank you. We want to honor you, secondly, for seeing yourself as God's choice to carry this gift and not terminate them for your own convenience. Sometimes fear and convenience have caused many of the 63 million pregnancies that have been aborted since the 1970s. Have mercy on us, O oh God. I want to thank you, mothers. Regardless of the inconvenience, regardless of the fears you had, regardless of your economic situation, regardless of where you were in your own life and circumstances, thank you for being willing to carry that child to term. I believe the Judeo-Christian standard is spelled out for us in Psalm 139. And I want to read some of that. This is how God sees a developing child in the womb. Verse 13 and following of Psalm 139. For you, God, you Father God, you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. That word in the Hebrew also means you embroidered me. You knit me together. 
like a skilled craftsman in my mother's womb. It wasn't some accident. It wasn't some random mass of, of cells and tissue. You were working on something. If you have received a living, growing life on the inside of you, I want to tell you something. Regardless of where you are, regardless of how that child got there, regardless of whether it's legitimate or illegitimate, God is working on something. And that means it's holy. This is not popular words today. But I'm telling you what the Word of God says. You formed me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, listen, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That is, you had respect for what you were making on the inside of my mother's body. Hallelujah. <laughs> Father God had respect for what he was doing. He was working on something. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. Listen, my frame, my very skeletal system was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest places of the earth. This is a metaphor for the womb of a woman. You knew what you were doing. You had your eye on me. I was skillfully wrought. Your eyes saw my substance when as yet it was unformed. And in your book, it was all written down, even the days that were fashioned for me. How precious are your thoughts towards me, O God. How great is the sum of them. It is a mighty miracle of Father God, a creative miracle. God is working on something in the womb of those who are mothers. He's working on something. That is the Word of God. Would to God that we would see it. Can I, can I tell you something? Today, if you are carrying a child in your womb. Today, if you are already a mother with children on the outside, no one could take your place. You say, Pastor, you used to have no idea of the pain I'm going through. If God hadn't trusted you to be able to bear it, you wouldn't have received it. There is a mighty, incredible reward for those who will stick with the Lord, who will continue to pray and love and speak truth. Now I have some things to say. I know in the sound of my voice, there are those who, for whatever reason, perhaps have aborted a child. I want you to listen to me. God is not finished with you yet. 
There is mercy and there is grace for you, his daughter. There is mercy and there is grace. I believe that most women who have gone through this experience can identify with the Apostle Paul when he said in his letter, his last letter before he died, he said, mercy and grace was extended to me because I did some things that were horrendous. But I did them in ignorance. I didn't fully understand everything involved in what I did. I want you to know today that abortion is not the unpardonable sin. There is mercy and there is grace. This is a hospital, not a museum that casts stones. There is mercy and there is grace. The apostle was talking about the fact that he persecuted the church in his ignorance. He even affirmed the death of the first martyr of the Christian church, Stephen the the deacon. He stood by and affirmed it. He was a murderer by his own admission. And he said, but I acted in ignorance. I just didn't know the the grace and the mercy of God. So I want you to, if you've gone through an abortion, and if you are wondering about how the Lord feels about you, I want you to know that He has not cast you off as His daughter. He has not told you you can't receive mercy and grace. I want you to know that that mercy and grace is greater than sin. And it will wash you whiter than snow and cleanse you in your inner man. And you will not have to live with the stranglehold of guilt around your throat the rest of your life would you receive the love and mercy of God today would you say Lord Jesus I know that regardless of my actions you have forgiven me and I will live and I will love And I will yield the results over to your grace. I don't care what side of the fence you're on on this matter. I want you to know that life is holy and the mercy and the grace of God is inexhaustible. Would you walk in that balance? I don't believe that it does a whole lot of good to scream and yell and be angry at people who are not on your side on this matter.
it's going to take heaven and the resources of heaven to do the mighty work of God in this matter. Thank you, mothers, for carrying your child and being willing to go through the discomfort and the suffering. Thank you for your personal sacrifice for your children. Thank you for really believing what Jesus said, the greatest among you shall be your servant. I want to tell you that as far as this pastor is concerned, the mightiest, strongest force in all the earth is a woman who loves and serves God. I believe with all my heart that the greatest, most powerful voice in all the earth is not somebody yelling from a gavel in Washington. It is the voice of a mother speaking the love and the word of God to her children. There is nothing stronger on the earth than the love of God through a mother. Gentlemen, you may be saying, well, what about us? <laughs> we have our role. But God did not assign you to carry a child. You don't have the genetic force of being a nurturer. But the woman does. There's no substitute. There's no substitute. So I would say to all women, accept and embrace the incredible privilege and honor that God has given you as a woman who knows and serves and loves God. It's the most powerful force on the earth. Thank you for that sacrifice. Thank you for having the courage to stand and fight for your children, your grandchildren, and for teaching them the truth in the middle of a fallen culture. 2 Timothy 1.5, you know, Pastor Jeremiah gave you an incredible, powerful testimony of what he saw in his mother when she got that heartbreaking news. You know, in Holy Scripture 2 Timothy one we find out that God says to his man, Timothy, through the Apostle Paul, Timothy was one of Paul's protégés and mentorees who had been assigned to pastor the church of Ephesus, not a small feat. And the word of, of the Lord came to the Apostle Paul, and he writes this to Timothy. He's talking about how he noticed and knew that he received his faith from his grandmother, Lois, and your mother, Eunice. Why would God Almighty see fit to put two names in the Holy Scripture? God was honoring a grandmother and a mother for the investment they made into the, the, the highly visible young man named Timothy who was, at, my goodness, recipient of two, script, two, two books of the Bible. And God saw fit to, talk, to give his grandmother and his mother's name. 
Did you mention there was no name of daddy in there? Pretty interesting, isn't it? His daddy was actually a, probably a non-believer. He was a non-Jewish man. And the, the, the affirmation was given to his grandmother and his mother. But the point I want to make is, do you understand, I don't know if you've ever read about <laughs> Lystra, which was where he was from. But you remember that on one occasion Paul was preaching the gospel and the people of Lystra stoned him and left him for dead. Tried to murder him. It was a place of all kind of false teaching. It was a place where there was maybe a form of godliness but no power. There, it was a place where everything in its brother rose up and talked about the latest philosophy of the day. But Lois and Eunice, in their quiet love, were mentoring a mighty champion. I want to speak to mothers today in this world that has gone crazy, where there's hatred and violence and prejudice and, and all kinds of philosophies and all kinds of confusion, you have a wonderful opportunity to be the lowest and the Eunice of your day and to quietly tell your children and grandchildren, speak the truth in love. You are not responsible for changing their heart. You can't do it if you tried. That's God's job. But have the, the security in the Lord to speak the truth in love to your children and grandchildren in this poisonous culture in which we live. Speak the truth. God is looking for some Eunices and Loises with His daughters today who will speak the truth. Most of you probably won't have to get out there and shout and carry signs but you can do something more powerful, and that is you can speak the love and the truth of God and the Holy Word of God and let your children and grandchildren know that there is a God who loves them, who desires to know them, who has eternity with them, and that there is a truth in this Word that will not be compromised. It will not fade away. God will honor it. Thank you, mothers. For your faithfulness to continue to love and pray and speak life to your child when he or she is struggling. You know, I've been a pastor a long time. I've never known anybody who is exempt from struggles. If you have never had a struggle in your life and you are a mature adult, you can go ahead and stand and tell us your secret right now. I didn't think so. Thank you to the heart of mothers who continue to love and pray and speak life to your struggling child, even when they're not listening. Thank you for your unconditional, unrelenting love, even in your suffering. I don't believe there's anybody who, who suffers any more than a mother who loves her child and sees that child struggling. I don't think there's 
anything more painful than that in the world. You know, we've all uh, heard the Scriptures and read them ourselves about when the angel came to visit Mary and how he said to Mary, you're going to bear the, ch the, the child of the Spirit of God. And from this day forward, you will, you, you will be a woman blessed of God. All generations will call you blessed. But do you know that you can't get another page over without reading? A word was spoken to Mary by the prophet when she was with her husband dedicating Jesus in the temple. That word came to her and it said, not you are blessed and honored among all mothers. That was an irrevocable word from God. But the word of God also came to her and said, A sword shall pierce your heart. You don't hear many sermons on that one, do you? A sword shall pierce your soul. I want to thank all of you godly mothers who are willing to suffer for the sake of your children and their own choices. I want you to understand, Dean and I get it, nothing hurts you more than not being able to fix that child that you love. There is nothing more painful than watching your child struggle and not being able to fix it. Nothing. In case you missed what I just said, nothing hurts more than seeing your child struggle and not being able to fix it. The Lord knows your heart. He sees it. And I believe He is divinely attracted to you in your pain because you continue to love, you continue to pray. And guess what? You get up the next day. Sometimes you spell grace getting up the next day. God's enablement in times of pain. And I honor you for your unconditional, unrelenting love even in your suffering. You will, here's the good news, you will see the rewards of your faithfulness. When everything's revealed, you may not see it with your natural eyes, but when everything is revealed, God says that day's going to come. When everything is going to be revealed, all of us will stand before the Lord and everything's going to be revealed. And I want to tell you something, mothers, those of you who are suffering, you will see the rewards of your faithfulness. When everything's revealed and you meet your Lord, you will see it.
And in the meantime, the Bible says this, whatsoever you do, do it with all your heart as unto the Lord, for it is from the Lord you will receive your reward. From the Lord you will receive your reward. Jesus said, what you have done in secret will be rewarded openly. You will receive your reward where it really counts. When it really counts. God has not dismissed the cries of your heart. He has not dismissed the voice of your, of your tears. He will reward you openly on that day. So I've honored what I believe the Lord has told me to do today, and that is in, in obedience to the Word to praise and honor a godly woman. You're irreplaceable. You're unstoppable. You are incredible carriers of the mightiest force of the love and the wisdom and the nurture of God on the earth. We love you. This world needs you desperately. Thank you for being the mother, the woman that God wants you to be. I want us all to bow our heads together. If you're here today in the Spirit of the Lord has spoken to you a word Would you just give him thanksgiving and praise that his grace and mercy is greater? Do you know that even though our sin is not pleasing to the Lord, and, and it certainly wasn't originated by the Lord, God's mercy and grace greater than our sin oh hallelujah would you today right where you are would you say Lord Jesus I want a greater revelation of your love and grace and I especially want to say to mothers who are in process and mothers who are long experienced to those who are on the early side of life and to those who are moving toward the exit side of life and the glory of God hallelujah oh how your father loves you today you're his girl Would you let your daughters know how special they are in the presence of their Father, their mighty eternal God who loves them, 
chose them with the great honor, the great responsibility being his daughter and a woman of God. Just do it right now between you and the Lord. If you're here today and you say, Pastor, I want special prayer for my daughters or my granddaughters. I just need the agreement of spiritual leadership that the Lord would touch and move and work my daughters or granddaughters I want you to stand right where you are if that's your heart cry today just stand right where you are Father, you see everyone with this heart cry today. Hear their cry, Lord. Speak to them. Encourage them. And Lord, I pray that whatever it takes, that by your Spirit, Spirit of truth, you will minister the truth in love to their daughters and granddaughters. Reveal to them how special they are to you. Reveal to them your love and your grace, your mercy. Wash them clean in their mind, emotions, and will. Spirit of God, do a mighty work. And these daughters and granddaughters, may they be raised up to be mighty women of God, great champions of the faith. Enable them to understand that they're the greatest influencers in this world. The love of a godly woman. The greatest force there is. Help them to see it and know it, Lord. Encourage them. For those who are suffering today, oh, mighty God. Pray for them. Spirit of God, energize them, strengthen them, encourage them. May they know beyond any shadow of doubt that you are able. May they know beyond any shadow of a doubt that every prayer invested has been heard. That you're at work. Seen or unseen, you are mighty God. You're at work working out a plan it's greater than what we can understand encourage your daughters today Lord
here today and Walter needs special prayer. Pastor Jeremiah or myself, some of our elders will be happy to pray with you or for you, members of our prayer team. We love you. You're under our prayer covering. We look forward to seeing you next week. Go with God. He's going with you. Happy Mother's Day. You can access more of Steve Franklin's teachings online at www.sfmin.com.